this is Sissa. And this is Sophie. And this is A Little Too Close. So what's up with us? What's new with you? I am still doing school, but it's my last month. Like I said, yeah, so planning for my trip, and that's the same thing. Just cramming. Cramming. The holidays are near. You're almost free. Almost. Freedom is nigh. Freedom. I've been working on my cosplays, and this weekend I'm going to Kansas City Comic Con, and you're going with me. Yeah. I'm taking a little break from my studies to go and hang out with everybody. So I'll be get real drunk. Yes. Drunk. So this weekend will be full of debauchery. For today's episode, I thought we would start off by talking about celebrity crushes because obviously you know i'm a little lame and i read a lot of tabloids so i'm real into celebrities <laughs> who's yours um my favorite celebrity is chris pratt and he's beautiful he's beautiful and i love he's him funny yeah and that's that's the thing that is really attractive about him like of course he's gorgeous but he's just so funny and i just feel like i could be like oh chris you know I just, you're so funny. Let me touch you. You know? I have my hand on his abs and really makes me laugh. I don't know if his wife will like that. Is he married? Uh, no, they're divorced, actually. So oh. I've got an in. Slide right on in. Yeah, and you know, me, uh, Matt and I, we have this thing where if he ever meets Scarlett Johansson and she's like, Matt, come hither and do naughty things with me, that I'm not going to be mad. Like, I really want him to get, like, some type of blackmail or picture or something that we, we can, like, profit from it later on. blackmail Scarlett Johansson? Yeah, I mean... If you got the opportunity, you might as well, you know. Like, if Chris, if I ever get Chris Pratt, like, he can't get mad, but I'm also going to try to get a baby out of him that way. <laughs> so he's connected you forever. For, like. Yeah, so I get child support forever. Would you have that baby with the last name Pratt forever? Would you call it, like, Chris Jr.? Oh, of course. Like, okay. I'd be like, Matt, sorry. We've got to, like, really milk this for like, all it's worth. Just tell everybody. Like, yeah. Like, I'd still be with Matt, but I'd be like, hey, Chris, every month when he sends me the check, you know? So, check. <laughs> that's my plan. <laughs> I like it. That's a good plan. Don't tell Chris. <laughs> He's going to listen to this. Go trap him. (laughs) Go trap him. (laughs) My celebrity crush is and always will be Robert Pattinson. I don't care, man. Cedric Diggory, um, Edward Cullen. He's beautiful. And I I really actually, so I... Water for Elephants. Yeah, Water for Elephants was very good. I was going to say that. And also, um, like, I didn't like his acting in Twilight so much, but I liked him, of course, in Harry Potter, and I loved him in Water for Elephants. I do think he's a good actor. And the 9-11 movie. Yeah. He's really good in that, too. I just don't think... I didn't like his acting. It's very, like, awkward in Twilight. He just wasn't the same in that movie as the other ones. But I think that was a lot of, like, the character. So, like, he was supposed to be brooding Edward Cullen, and they clearly made everything a little overdramatic. Yeah, it was just a little extra. I love all of it. He could do the scenes where the music, like, the Twilight music would start, and it's just him in a corner, like, seething. Like, those are my scenes. I think you just like it because he's cute. There could just be a whole movie of that, and his hair is fantastic. But I I really do uh, like his music, though. Like, he's so talented. Like, he played the song in the Twilight movie, and um, I've listened to some of his like other stuff that he's done, yeah. and it's super good, and his voice is really good. So I do think he's super talented. I'm glad he escaped Kristen Stewart. She's yeah. She's really looking a hot mess out there right now. Well, she's also like with girls now, so. Just girls? I know she had a girlfriend, but I think she went back to a guy. She's in a new oh. perfume commercial. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. It looks stupid as fuck. Well, I just think it looks so dumb. She, her face makes me angry. There's no emotion. So, like, I'm not excited about your perfume. Like, why do you have sad Bella yeah. in your commercial? Like, she's always Bella. That's... I think her face makes me angry because she never shows emotion. So every time I see her, I'm just angry. I'm like, what, are you, what do you feel? You know? Well, the president hates her. Did you? The president hates Trump? her. Mm-hmm. Um, so Trump was a huge, like, Twilight fan years ago. And when Kristen Stewart cheated on Rob, he tweeted out, that um basically he like knew something like he knew Kristen would do this to rob but rob was always welcome at miss universe because trump like owns it or is heavily involved yeah and there was like eight during the snl that Kristen stewart was on they pulled them all up but there was like eight tweets where he was just like pretty much like fuck Kristen stewart i got you rob <laughs> so passionate <laughs> I love it. man so you're on the same side as as trump on this one i mean on this one i gotta give it to him he's right robert pattinson is better than Kristen stewart like, he got that right, regardless of what you think about him. True. He's right. Yeah. So, on that, we agree. Like, she's not a national treasure. Get rid of her. <laughs> she's not. <laughs> Rob, you're the national treasure. You are the one. <laughs> yeah, speaking of Chris Pratt, going back to Chubby that. Chubby Chris or Thin Chris? I love both of them. Like, I'm thick, through thick and thin, girl. If you didn't love Chris at his chubby, yeah. you can't love him at his abs. Yeah, you can't have Guardians of the Galaxy. 
Chris. If you didn't like Parks and Rec, Chris. Nope. And Parks and Rec is where I first fell in love with Chris because he's just silly as fuck. He's adorable. And he's so cute. You just want to hug him. I loved him so much. And, yeah, I just thought he was so adorable. And, like, chubby guys got it going for him because they're warm at night. Like little teddy bears. Yeah. They're, you know, they're large. They're going to protect you. They're usually hairy, though. And that's fine. They're, again, they're warm. warm. Yeah. I do not see any problem with the chubby guys. More cushion for the pushing. Yeah. I'm about it. Chubby chaser. Okay. I got you. Matt's listened to this somewhere like, what? And sometimes, like, Matt, like, fluctuates. Like, sometimes he'll be like, you know, we all a little bit chubbier. Sometimes we're super, I mean, Matt's always skinny. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes he's like, you know what they say, like, skinny fat? Yeah, fluffy. Yeah. Is that fluffy? I don't know what that is. I don't know. But I love it, and he hates it, obviously. The winter weight? <laughs> I love the winter weight. I love it. I'm like, look at this little belly. I love it. It's the, my, Slap it a few times? Yeah, it's my favorite, but I don't know. He doesn't like it, and that's cool. Whatever. But, you know, also, I can appreciate abs and hard work. Yeah. That's great. Dedication. Here's what abs tell me, though. Abs tell me that at night, you're not going to lay in bed and eat pizza with me after we've already had dinner, you know? And I just... Possibly. I can't see that, you know? I, I've i known people who've had, like, natural abs. Like, they just, they can eat whatever they want all the time. So, I mean, if it's a guy like that. And screw those people. Yeah. That's, <laughs> clearly, they've, like, they've transcended, like, whatever existence we're on. Like, they've lived so many lives, and they were good in all of them. Like, just, like, perfect. Yeah. And so now, on the 10th, they're rewarded with permanent abs. I feel like that's Victoria's Secret Angels, you know? Yeah. Like, obviously, they have gone through some shit at one point, you know? Yeah. Like, maybe in past life, they rescued, like, 80 kittens. They were, like, Joan of Arc. And they were rewarded. Yeah. So they came back as Victoria's Secret Angels. They were gonna, they're like, you're going to be rich, you're going to be hot, you know? And I'm like, oh, dang it. <laughs> maybe if I just keep trying to be a good person, eventually I'll come back as a Victoria's Secret just Angel. born with abs. Yeah. <laughs> just come out of the womb with abs. <laughs> babies ripped. And beautiful, beachy, curly waves <laughs> of hair, you know? Beach hair. Perfect makeup. All the time. All the time. Just stuck from a baby. Like, your You're baby comes born. out contoured with eyebrows. <laughs> You're just born that way. <laughs> Maybe she was born that way. She was. She came out like this. It was terrifying. Yeah. VS Angel. And it's, like, stamped on your ass. Those, like, those, those little wings. <laughs> those baby photos would be atrocious. <laughs> it would be terrifying. But you would grow up to be beautiful. You could be in Toddlers and Tiaras just fine, though. Yeah. There's that. <laughs> There's that. How did we end up on babies with abs? I don't know. <laughs> babies with abs just speaking of that like obviously uh chris pratt has worked super super hard to look the the way that he does like in interviews he was talking about how hard he worked and um i think you know guys obviously have an easier time getting abs than girls do like it's crazy so when i see girls that are like jacked i'm like you obviously are super dedicated because that took some time 5 a.m wake-ups and some effort girl you know Mm -mm. applause Applause. I just have a super, I don't know, difficult relationship with dieting and food and all of that. Like, it's just, and I think a lot of people do. Yeah, I think most people do. Yeah. And it's, and I think um, it's a very emotional thing for a lot of people. Like, especially women. Like, honestly, I think women, it It is. It's hard. And I think, um, you know, you eat when you're sad or you eat, you know, when you're having a hard time or when it's that time of the month, it's like... Or you have favorite foods that are full of carbs, but you're trying to be on a no-carb diet. Yeah. I mean, that's everybody. That's Who awesome. doesn't like pizza? Everybody likes pizza. I'm talking about liquid carbs. Full throttle. Yeah. <laughs> so. And like, yeah. Like, you're obviously super addicted to sugar, so... Yeah. Like, I wanna... <laughs> I can't. Like, I've tried low-carb. Because I just really want to tone up. Like, really tone up. One day I want to have dim abs. I've been told you have to give up the carbs. So my thought process was... Okay, so I'll just have my full throttle a day, and that'll be all of my carbs. But one full throttle is, like, two days of carbs. So I was like, all right, I'll have half a day or, like, three a week. But then, like, I literally couldn't have any other carbs whatsoever. So I am going to try ketosis. Yeah, that's a big thing. That. Yeah, so it trains your body to use fat instead of carbs. When we get back from Kansas City Comic Con, that's something I'm going to, like, check out. Because April was making, our friend April Gloria, she was making her morning coffee, and she was putting butter in it. You're allowed to have all the butter you want. And I was like, that's the kind of diet I'm interested yeah, in. Yeah, that's true. You can have all the fats you want. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. And that's my thing. I'm I'm very bad with the carbs because carbs are obviously my favorite thing carbs in the are world. Like everything. And I don't think I'll ever be able to do the keto diet just because – it makes me like I don't know. Food is a is a very um, 
like I said, very emotional thing for me. And when I'm not eating foods that I like, I'm I'm just sad. Like I just like, I don't yeah. know. It's just one of those things for me that is a big part of my life. And I can't just eat like stuff that I don't like all the time. You have a very, like your family and, you know, Matt's family has a big relationship with food though. Like you guys go out, you know, dinners are very important to you. Like you just have this like relationship that. Yeah. Like we, yeah, I just have, I've always had a very strong relationship with food and my mom um, kind of instilled that in me. Like we're, we're very much the same. Like we just built our whole relationship upon like, we're going to go out to eat. We're going to hang out and eat. We're going to lay in bed and snuggle and eat. And like, yeah, food is just a big thing. And whenever like, I'm sad or we're having a night in or anything she's just like I'm gonna cook this for you I'm gonna do this let's eat let's do that you know like yeah. that's always our thing let's eat and although you shouldn't just eat all the time whenever you know but it's just something that is a habit for me now and it's very hard to break and in the past I've been really like angry about it like I've been very like um like a lot of like shame eating like I'll yeah. hide food in my room and like so I'll eat dinner and then I would like hide food in my room so I could eat in my room by myself and nobody would know and like things like that like I just very like um like shameful about it and then I would feel bad about myself but then I would eat more because I'm like yeah. oh well I already failed like I already am not doing a good job so it's just taken me a long time to get to the point where I can acknowledge that like you can have a uh, things you love yeah you can it's you don't fail you know like when you're dieting or when you're trying to be healthier there's no failing because it's if you're trying to live a healthier lifestyle it's all the time it's ongoing yeah that's the key with lifestyle yeah and it's just taking me it's taking me so long and obviously I'm not there yet because I haven't lost the weight that I want to lose and I'm very stressed at this point like I'm you got a lot going on and also I just want to point out that you're not overweight Anyway, no, but, yeah, of course not. But you just have what you want for yourself. Yeah, yeah. And also, I don't think I'm living healthily yeah. myself. And it's not just about looks. It's about I don't sleep enough hours. That contributes to weight yeah. gain. I eat a lot of sugar. I drink a lot of energy drinks. That contributes. The fat that builds up around your organs, you don't even see outside your body. That's yeah. what concerns me with carbs and stuff. Exactly. So I just know that I'm not being the healthiest version of myself. And so that makes me also feel very bad. And I like to run a lot and lately I haven't been because I've been so stressed I don't get any sleep I can't think about running because I barely have energy to get through my day yeah and so I think um and like right now I am trying to eat a little like I don't eat out anymore um and I've just been doing intermittent fasting so I skip breakfast oh yeah and I do fasting for like 16 hours so I skip breakfast and then I break my fast um like late morning like 11 30 noon and then I eat dinner what is that diet called there's a name for that or that it's intermittent fasting is that just what it's called that's just what it's called yeah and so I eat two meals a day and I just try not to eat late like I try not to eat after eight yeah and then I I just do that now because I was eating three meals a day but that that's just adding up more calories like I would eat like a big breakfast then I would eat a big lunch and then I'd eat a huge dinner and it's like you're eating you don't need that much food like and I just got my body into the habit of needing those three large meals a day when I only really need, like, two regular meals and maybe, like, maybe, like, a snack or something. And I think that's what a lot of people don't realize either is, like, your stomach adjusts to, like, how much you're intaking. Mm-hmm. So when, like, you're taking in, like, a lot of food, like, more than you need and then you start slowing down, like, you know, dieting or whatever it may be, you get really hungry and people go right back, like, well, I'm hungry, so I should eat. But it's, like, it depends where your stomach's at. You yeah. Know? Like, And I've had to learn that, like, it's okay to be hungry. Like, yeah. I get, I'm just never hungry because I eat all the time. <laughs> and so it, when I would get hungry, I would be, it'd be like the end of the world for me. And it's just because like my blood sugar was low and I'm grumpy and like it just, yeah. it's hard for me to be hungry. And so then I feel like, because like I'm mornings. always eating. Yeah. Sissa used to have real bad mornings. Oh, yeah. breakfast. I've been mean to Sophie <laughs> in the mornings. But now, um, you know, I just try to make it through through it. Like, now I'm just like, you don't need it it's just because I rely on that like quick energy burst in the mornings from like and usually it's from sugar like in the mornings I will drink like sugary coffee or an energy drink or something sugary to start my day and so then my body's so used to that that without that I feel like tired that's feel grumpy I think that's like so my problem is like sugar a lot like I don't eat a ton like 
I'm just not in good shape because of how much sugar I take in. I'm not in the shape I want to be in. My full throttle every, like every day I have at least one pretty much. And I'm kind of that way. Like, so when I start like weaning myself off of it, I get like miserable and I don't get like hungry. I'm just mm-hmm. like, it's that sugar crash. Yeah. It's just awful. Like, so, but I've just been starting my day with a lot of water. So like I drink, the best. yeah, I drink water when I wake up and then I go to work and I have this like huge cup and I just drink that whole entire thing. And then that keeps me full until yeah. it's time to break my fast. And then I'll do that with like something healthy. Like I'll have like tuna and like crackers or um, like oatmeal. Like I yeah. eat something pretty like like filling. I do like a lot of protein. Like I'll do like um, eggs and oatmeal or some, something like that yeah. with a lot of protein and then something else. Yeah. And then for dinner, I just try to not eat out. I try to eat something a little healthier like um, protein and then like some vegetables. And then I just stop. Like my thing is um, snacking like. I'm always snacking. So after I eat my dinner, I just tell myself, like, you had dinner, you're done. <laughs> I just don't, like, I honestly, especially when um, mo- most most of the time, I don't even keep snacks in the house. Like, we'll go shopping, and I purposely, like, if there's things Sam wants, like, he'll get for him. Mm-hmm. But I just know I have, I, I've just never had good self-control. So, like, over the years, I've just learned not to keep that stuff in the house. Like, yeah. so I just never, ever, like, I have those, um, I don't remember what the, Sargento little cheese and cranberries, like, those are my snacks, and if I, I always get hungry right before bed. That's the only time of the day I'm ever, like, hungry, because I didn't, don't eat enough. I just intake all the sugar. So, like, before bed, I will eat one of those, and then I don't feel guilty about it. You yeah. I mean? I don't feel like... Those are good ones, yeah. And I try to keep um, something sweet in the house always just because I do have those, like, sweet cravings. So, yeah. I always, um, I started buying, like, dark chocolate bars, and I'll just eat, like, a square of dark chocolate. It's really good for you. Because it's actually good for you. How do you eat just one square? I can't, ha- I never have chocolate in the house because yeah. I can't eat one square. So I eat one square, one square, <laughs> and then I eat a second square, and then I've eaten all of the squares. Yeah, no, I just try really hard. But I have bad days. Like, I'm a binge eater. I will just binge eat. Like, I will grab, like, pizza or, like, a bag of chips, and I will just eat and eat and eat. Yeah. Even if I don't need it, and even if I'm full, like, I will just continue to eat, and it's just a problem that I have. Like, I've always been a binge eater, and it's just something, like, I've always been really, like, mad at myself about, but lately I've just been, like, if I have a bad day and I, like, binge eat, I try to just be, like, obviously, like, you know that's an emotional thing, so obviously you just had a really bad day, and you're already emotional, like, don't make yourself feel bad about yeah. it. Like, just have a better day tomorrow. Like, because I'd, I'd have that mentality where I would binge and then the next day I'd be like, you've already fucked it up. Like, you've already ruined yeah. it. So just keep doing it. And so, and that's not, that's not the answer. Like, you can't beat yourself up and then continue to, like, it, I just get stuck in the cycle of, like, being depressed about it and continuing to do it. And it's like, go ahead and binge do your thing, and then be like, all right, today's a new day. Yeah. And I'm just going to keep going like I'm gonna keep pushing I think that's why so many people do have trouble sticking to like these lifestyle changes or diets is because like there's a lot of shame around that like you have one bad day and like if you've got like a trainer or if you're reading like online diet blogs they like wreck people for that yeah pisses me off because like people are allowed to have well you first off you're allowed to have cheat days especially if you're really hardcore on it like have a cheat day yeah but like everybody has bad days everybody eats too much you know one day like yeah but there's and I think a lot of the way people feel about that does come from other people going like I can't believe you did that like oh you ruined your diet this like people making shitty comments like and they get in your head so even if someone did it to you like at least for me like someone could say something like that to me two years ago and I will think about it now like it still echoes in the back of my head like I fucked that up like yeah and I think it's important not to tell people what to do on their own journey like Food is such a personal thing. Like, it really is. And it's, like, so emotional, and it can really get in your head. And I just try not to even tell people that I'm dieting, like, at work. Um, I bought a bunch of, like, healthier meals so to take for lunch and stuff. And I've I've just, you know, people will come in and I'll be eating, like, like just something light. And so people are like, oh, you didn't really get a big lunch today. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is just what I brought. And I just don't say anything more. Like, I don't say, like, oh, I'm trying to diet or, oh, I'm trying to – because people always like to butt in. Like, if if one day – I got like french fries or something because I was just really like feeling bad and I just needed french fries then someone's gonna come in and be like oh what happened to your diet and then obviously that's gonna make me feel even worse and like that rolls down yeah and it just makes you spiral and so just don't make comments about it like I'm not gonna come in and see somebody eating a donut and be like oh what happened to your diet like yeah fuck you yeah like what business 
obviously, I needed a donut. Like, I, get out of my life. I used to be like that. People have always, and I, I first off, I, I know that energy drinks are bad for you, mm-hmm. but also, like, I'm a 27-year-old woman, and I hate it when people are like, another full throttle, Sophie? Yes, another full throttle. I'll have fucking 10 today if I want to. Like, I'm aware of the health risks. Yeah. I'm working on it. Like, it's something I'm working on. Like, I always have at least half of one a day because it is, like, my relationship with full throttle is kind of like your relationship with food. I don't know why. I've been drinking Mm -hmm. it for 10 years. And it just makes me happy. Like, if I am having a bad day or, like, I wake up and something happens in the morning and it's just already shitty, like, all I have to do is think, like, and I know that's addictive, but I just go, like, I'm going to go grab myself a full throttle and instantly I feel better. Like, I crack it open, I taste it, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck what happened earlier. I feel good. Yeah. It's like a vice. And I know it's not good for me. Like, I'm well aware. Yeah. And sugar is addicting. Yeah. And it's definitely addicting. And I'm working on it. But, like, don't fucking tell me. Like, I hate – I used to be really embarrassed about it. People, And now I just don't care. Like, now I post photos of full throttle all the time. And I think once you show people you don't care or you just don't talk to people about it, they stop commenting because people don't even comment to me anymore. And I usually just try to declare it now. Like, if I'm out and I'll just be like, you know what? I'm going to get – this thing like loaded or smothered or whatever because like fuck it like I'm just that's the kind of day I'm having like I just proclaim it before anybody can even say anything to me like I'm an adult and this is what I'm gonna buy and like don't try to shame me about it like yeah it's no one else's business yeah it's my two cents yeah that's what I'm working on right now I also stop telling people when I go to the gym like I used to do that thing where I would like snapchat like running at the gym or like post but then, like, if you don't do it because you forget for, like, four days, there's always that one person that's like, oh, you didn't go this week just because you didn't, like, Snapchat it. Oh, uh, you didn't stop. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 So I just stopped. It's secret. Secret gym time. And I, yeah, and I think that's part of just, like, you need. People to, just need to mind their own business. Yeah. You need to feel like you're validated. Like, a lot of people do that. Like, they're going to the gym. And, and sometimes, it, I guess, it just makes you feel good to be like, hey, like, I'm doing this thing for myself. Yeah. But I've just learned it's better just to, like, no. not even talk about it. Just do it silently. It's your own private thing. Yeah. I just like to Snapchat shit. Like, it wasn't even, like, I was trying to, like, be like, hey, I just like to. And then a couple of days, I was just, like, I just forgot. Mm-hmm. And people act like it's, like, it's a like thing. Everything's a thing on social media, though. Yeah. Don't talk about your diets on social media. Don't talk about going to the gym. But no one can fuck with you. Yeah. And yo-yo dieting is just a, it's just a thing that everybody does. Yeah. And it's hard for everybody. So, I think we should just all acknowledge we're all trying to be healthy. Everyone's in different places. Yeah. So all different, like I know people who are struggling just as much with their like self image and where to go from here who weigh 110 pounds and then people who weigh like 300 pounds. Yeah. And yeah, it's not about weight at all. It's definitely about your personal like mindset and how you view yourself and like for me, like running, I used to really hate running and then I stopped viewing it as like, I'm running to lose a few extra pounds and started thinking, like realizing like how much running benefited me mentally. Mm-hmm. Like it really stressed. I have a lot going on all the time and going to the gym and running clears my head. And so as soon as I removed the fitness part of it and I'm going for my mental health, now I love running. It's my favorite thing because it's like, this is good for me mentally. This is just a cool side effect. Yeah. And I love to run, but obviously I have not been lately. And I can tell because I don't, I don't, I haven't worked out at all in like the last couple months just because I've been, I've had so much going on. You're like the busiest person I know. And so it's like, I'll stay up to like two or three. I'm not going to, and I go to work at like seven thirty or eight. Like I'm just not going to wake up and go for a run. Like, yeah. And if I did, it would be detrimental because it's like, sure, I'm getting exercise, but I'm missing out on sleep and that it just counteracts. Yeah. So if you're not getting enough sleep, there's no point working out because this like not getting enough sleep, like your body is already like. It can't heal. Like, yeah. You're damaging yourself. Yeah. So you might as well just go get the sleep you need and take care of yourself mentally before you're trying to push yourself to do other things. Like yeah. I, I acknowledge that I can't do everything at once. Like yeah. can't do the school and work and get super fit and all this stuff at one time so I'm just gonna kind of do what I can now I'm starting to try to eat better get myself better mentally and then once all the stressful stuff is done okay then I'm gonna try to do the gym thing and like the like you like your fitness goals like or anybody's fitness goals but it's not all like gym either like even just like getting on a better sleep schedule and just eating better yeah you get results just from that it's not all about that yeah so that's what I'm working on first and then yeah then we'll get to the to the other stuff but I can't do it all <laughs> we'll go to boot camp yeah instead of you know those ones I do the day after Christmas to get off like the winter weight mm-hmm. so the day Christmas morning the day after Christmas that morning we'll join a boot camp okay me and you uh, Jaylena's back together not officially not fit Jaylena Jaylena Justin and Selena oh okay I was like I'm I just like Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez yeah 
they are the roller coaster. Is that why he got better? Like, did he get better for her? He found Jesus. So now he's religious. And she really? Yeah. And she had a kidney transplant. Her best friend gave her a kidney. Oh my God, so sweet. Don't ever give anyone a kidney, by the way. I know that's kind of controversial. I would not give you a kidney. No, it's. Dude, it's bad. I'm using mine. I drink a lot of sugar. <laughs> I'm using them. No, my dad gave his brother a kidney, and he only lived for an extra year, which, I mean, obviously a year with your loved one, it's precious time. Yeah. But, like, he lived for an extra year, right? And, like, my dad is going through all this health stuff right now, and they can't do anything about it. Like, they can't um, screen for, like, cancer and stuff because his, he's only got one kidney. Like, if he had two kidneys, he'd be great right now, but because he only has one, he's, like, super fucked up. Can't they put a second one in him? You would think. I feel like they would grow those in pigs by now. Like, they do. But I, I know the donor list is very long, but can he get on a donor list for a second one, or is that, like, selfish? I guess his... He gave it that. away, so I don't think they would put him on the oh. list. Because it's not like he needs one because his is failing. Like, he legit just, like, signed a paper to give his away. So I, I don't know how that works. But that's, like, an act of kindness. So I feel like you should, like, still be on a list, you know? Like, that's really nice. I'm giving nobody my kidney. Yeah. Like, I'm using them. So that's very kind of him. So I feel like you should get something for your kindness. I don't know, right? man. Like a replacement pig kidney. I feel like they should make replacement kidneys already. They don't make replacement kidneys? They to- they grow all these, like, ears and kidneys and all this on the back of animals and in animals. And they Then can- why we got a shortage? What's I, going on? There's a lot of everyone's. We just talked about this. Everyone has bad diets. <laughs> so <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> we're already uh, wrecking hours. The yeah. list is long. But, you know, I'm glad. Obviously, that Selena got a kidney. That's great. I didn't even know that happened. I love. Yeah, she got lupus real bad. I love her. I'm sorry. I love Selena. Yeah. <laughs> She's like my favorite. <laughs> also, my celebrity crush. I like Justin. In fact, me and my mom were at Ross earlier, and my mom turns to me. A Justin Bieber song was on the radio. And my mom goes, "You know what? Justin's really growing on me." <laughs> Dude, he, he is. is. Yeah. I didn't want to like him. I did not want to like him. And then he went through his period of debauchery. And yeah. I said, oh, Justin. And then Ellen DeGeneres was like, get over here, little Justin. I'm going to fix you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His music has been getting better always. Except like, where he can't sing his own song at the concert. That yeah. That was fishy. But that's, you know, Despo- what happens. When- Despacio? Despot what? Don't look at me like that. <laughs> Despacito? Despacito. Okay. Okay. See, I can say it. That's fine. Despacito. Okay. You're Welsh. It's okay. Um... <laughs> Shame me. But you know what? You didn't choose to sing a song in Spanish. Exactly. Yeah. That's like me trying. What? And Despacito. Then, yeah. Like imagine me trying to sing that song right now. Yeah. So obviously, you know, you didn't go try to sing a song in Spanish and say taco burrito. <laughs> that, that's hella disrespectful. Did he say that? Yes. Uh, he, oh no, for real. He got on the. He was on stage and he was like. Uh, just making up words because you he obviously didn't know what he was saying. So he just started trying to be funny and being like, taco burrito. No, da, da, da. He that's did. Wrong. Then that, <laughs> it's funny, but it's offensive. <laughs> like, and because that's like some, that's like you're making fun of people's culture. Yeah. So that's really insensitive. And like, he loves Selena Gomez. Yes. Like, the, the <laughs> girl is Hispanic. She gotta fix him. <laughs> I know. But you know what? He's been, he's been real good lately. He's been trying. He's been on his A-game. He's trying to win her back because Selena's the best thing that ever happened to that boy. Why didn't he give her a kidney then? Um, you have to be a match to give someone a kidney. Was he? Did he even... Do we know I don't, he... I'm sure he didn't try. They were broken up at the time. They yeah, weren't talking. Was... So they weren't talking, right? And then he heard that Selena was going through those troubles and obviously he's, he said, I'm always going to love her. I just, you know, gave her some space. I'm always going to love her though. I'm always going to care about her. So after she got the kidney transplant, he was visiting her and making sure she was good. And then her and the weekend broke up. Obviously, like two days after the weekend, left the picture. They're back together. So here's, They're not officially back together though because Selena hasn't said it, but they are because they've been going on dates. So here's what I just heard. Yeah. I heard that he has been like trying to win her back for a while. He's been, you know, he still loves her from afar. Mm-hmm. And then he saw that she needed a kidney and he chose to stay back while her best friend gave her a kidney. And then when he was like, okay, the, it's safe. No one's going to take my kidney. Then he stepped in and was like, I'm so glad you're better, girl. Nobody asked him for the kidney, though. The friend but, volunteered okay, for the kidney. Okay, but why did he volunteer? He didn't know. She didn't, he didn't know she was sick until after. Did the tabloids know? Because if the tabloids knew, he knew. Nobody knew until girl just went on Instagram and posted a picture of her and her friend in hospital beds and oh. was like, I got a kidney. Nobody knew until that happened. Oh, okay. She's very private. Oh, I had just assumed... Everybody knew everything. My wealth of knowledge about Jaylena is large. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) Don't quiz me. Sissa has always (laughs) been told that she resembles Selena Gomez. And I, that is true. And it's not just because you Hispanic also, you have always resembled her. 
And many people have said that. Maybe it's because you become what you love, you know? Maybe. <laughs> I love her. Become a can of full throttle. Eventually. <laughs> wake up one day. Fuck. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I just love her. I just, she's so talented and just beautiful. She's a gift to the world. She's really nice. Her music is really good. Yeah. I just, I'm digging her. About it. But I wish I was as talented as Selena. I wish I could sing. That's something I've always wanted to be able to do. Like, we all got our own things. I like singing in the car, but that's it. No yeah. one else needs to hear me sing. But I, I like to sing a lot. I love singing. Your sis is a really good singer. So she does karaoke and she kills it every time. Hitting them notes. Yeah. She can. I'm I just would. not. I've got to be in the right um, frame of mind. Code word drunk. <laughs> to sing in public. But if you could get past that, you could like. You'd be a bomb ass singer. You should get on YouTube and sing. Start singing. Sis is gonna sing our new intro. Go. No, 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 no. Here's my. I've always. I've kind of actually wanted to do some YouTube song stuff, but um, you need music, and I don't know how to make any fancy music. I I'll just like beatbox behind you. That's okay, so you beatbox and I'll sing. Cause like you can't put a video of you on YouTube just singing to nothing. Like I mean, you can if you're. I mean, if you're hitting the ro- the notes right, you can. Yeah. Find that's an true. echoey room. Yeah, it's just something I've never been like, I think I can carry like a tune, but I don't think I'm like a singer. Like I'm not like Mariah Carey, you know, in the booth. You are. So put it this way, like doing karaoke, you're always the best person singing karaoke in the room by far. Thank you. So imagine if you got a voice coach. Yeah, Oh girl, I could be like, man, be the next Selena. The next Selena, she's then, coming for you. Okay, here's my only goal, though. Like, I really don't care about the career or the fame or the money. I just want to get popular enough to get invited to one of those shows that Selena's at so I can be her friend. Like, I just want to befriend her. Yeah. That's my only goal in this whole thing. So here's I'm what we're going to do. I'm going to start training up. Training. I'm going to get real famous, right? And then they're going to be like, Marissa, you're invited to go to the Grammys. I'm going to be like, cool. Selena going to be there? They're going to be like, yeah. I'm going to be like, how much money I got to pay to be at the table with her? And they're going to be like, uh, a lot? I'm going to be like, cool, I'm rich. I'm famous. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm going to sit next to her and be like, girl, you don't know how hard I worked to be here. And she's going to be like, oh, yeah, at the Grammys? Congratulations. No, girl, next to you. <laughs> and then she's going to call security. <laughs> Justin Bieber going to beat your ass. We're best friends. <laughs> no, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. What's the timeline on this? Like... What do you, how long until you think this is, like, next year, Grammy? Yeah, I'm going to need, like, a year to train up, okay? Okay. Like, a full year for, I think you can do better than that. You're going to quit school. You're going to quit your job. Okay. Just, you're going to be my coach? I mean, okay. Okay, so he's going to be my manager. Okay, Okay, in a year, guys, I'm going to be at the Grammys. If you're interested in booking world famous (laughs) singer Sissa, please contact me. Yeah. Tell Selena I'm coming for her. Sing Des, say it again, Despa. Despacito. Despacito. (laughs) She's going to sing it because she knows how to say it. I won't, I won't uh, sing that because, no? no, I don't know the words to that song. <laughs> <laughs> but we know they're not taco or burrito. There, it's taco or burrito or is not, that's not anywhere in the song, no. no. Mm. Unfortunately, it would be kind of cool. I'd be, yeah. Mm-hmm. That could be like a Taco Bell theme song. Yeah, I'm into it. Hmm, they are not clever for not doing that. <laughs> we just thought of that. We should be on their marketing team. Why did they have a dog? Why was there a Taco the, Bell dog? The I Chihuahua? Know, yeah, Because Chihuahuas are Mexican, Hispanic. Isn't that like, okay. So, I mean, is you it, know. They're considered, I don't know. Because, you know, chihuahuas. Chihuahuas. Yeah, okay. Chihuahuas. Yeah. Little chihuahuas. They just look like, you know, he just looks like a Taco Bell dog, don't he? Yeah, but that's because Taco Bell made him the Taco Bell dog. Would he have looked like that before that? Or did they start that? I feel like I always would. Like, if Taco Bell would have came to me and been like, this dog, he looked like a Taco Bell dog? I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Good choice. Good choice, man. Dead, dead on. That dog, he died. The, yeah, the Chihuahua. Well, Ch- you know, that commercial is like many years old. Did Ch- he do that his whole life? Chihuahuas don't live that long. I'm sure they had more than one. No, they had one and he had a name. They only had one? At least there was one main one. Uh, I, I figured like, they'd have like subs, you know? No, like Eddie and Frazier, there was only ever one Eddie. He also passed away, but he, he was a badass. Why well, do the good die young? Do you have any like secret talents that people don't know about? I I don't know. I don't I don't think so. I don't really think like I... I Really good with kitty cats. Like, I could be a cat whisperer. But, like, that's... I don't think that... I'm not a, I'm not a singer. That's not my thing. And mm. I've been trying to think this whole podcast. Like, I just... I also... I, like, I don't know. I just don't think about things like that. Like, I think you're really talented at, like, planning and, like, throwing... Like, social stuff. Like, you're just amazing. Like, that's crazy. I think that's a talent. I think just your, like, whole, like, 
I don't know, way of dealing with people and dealing with, like, social situations is crazy. Like, I have to work up to that. A lot it of, amazes me. On a, a lot of that, like, and I definitely do think, like, that's something I do well in. I don't know if I call it a talent, but it's something I do okay in. But I honestly would attribute that to cosplay. Because, like, mm-hmm. before we ever, like, did cosplay stuff, like, panels and, like, where we had to stand in front of people, like, social, like, public speaking wasn't, like, for me. And I, I don't think I was really as good at a lot of that stuff as I've had to become. Yeah. And you have to be really good at almost political kind of um, in the cosplay community. Yeah. You know? Like, make statements that aren't, you know, yeah, you public can... statements and shit that aren't going to... Otherwise, you get a lot of real mad people in your comments. <sighs> yeah. But I just... Here's my thing. I was thinking about this the other day because the cosplay world has a lot of drama for people that aren't involved. Um, As most communities do, but... All communities do. Right now, I think cosplay is at its peak of drama. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, any... And like I've said before, anything that you're involved in, there's going to be a world underneath that you do not know anything about. Like, there are always people who are involved, like, anything, like, the art world, like, the freaking, like... Podcasts. Podcasts. Skateboarding. I don't know. Like, uh, just being famous in general. Like, Taylor Swift is getting a lot of heat right now from other people. Yeah. Like, Like we were talking about that earlier. Anything that's a community. Anything that is a community that you're involved in, there's going to be people who are either jealous or they think you're not doing something the right way or, you know, you've stepped on toes that you didn't realize you were stepping on. And there's just always going to be that no matter what you're doing, what you're involved in, sports, whatever. But so in the cosplay uh, community, there's been some drama. And uh, I was thinking about this the other day, though, and I was just like, Sophie is the nicest person in the entire world. I am. Thank you. Yes. She is, though. Like, I, she's so giving. She is, like, the best part of me. Aww. Like, for real. And so when I hear about drama or people talking shit, I get mad because most of the time, these people have never actually hung out with Sophie personally they do not know her they have not talked to her they just know of her from her like social media personality and i just have a real problem with this because i'm like sophie's a sweet baby angel sweet baby angel yeah and i just feel like i gotta protect her you know and so i get real mad because i'm like if you're the type of person that has a problem with sophie or like doesn't want to like talk to her and get to know her first or anything like that and make a judgment yeah make a ju- that's another pet peeve of mine like people that don't know people and like to yeah. talk crap like you don't know them you've never met them you know things about them like word of mouth like obviously and the type of people word of mouth stuff is obviously going to be the worst of the worst because the only type of people that talk like people don't go around saying like i mean sometimes they do but most of the time the things that you hear about other people aren't good yeah like no one goes around going by the way, Sophie's a fantastic, unprompted. I just wanted to tell you that. Yeah, you know, like, like people don't do people that. People don't do that. People come up to you and they go, oh, did you know? Yeah, did you know this thing that's did, did, not even yeah. true? And then they, they just, people love to do that. Yeah. And people, people gossip. People love to gossip. But if I hear something from someone unprompted, like someone comes up to me and just says, oh, that person over there, I immediately switch into a frame of mind where I'm like, I'm taking this with a grain of salt. Yeah. Because I do not know this person. I've never met them situations can be misconstrued all the time it can reflect more on the person talking shit than Mm -hmm. it does on who they're talking shit about yeah so when i hear something like that i'm instantly like well i've got to make a judgment for myself i'm not going to dislike someone purely because someone else told me something about them like that's just not smart and it also can keep you away from a lot of really good relationships if you don't like someone off the bat or trying to judge them off of something that someone else told you then you're missing out on a friendship opportunity you know what I mean yeah and it just says a lot about you as a person like that you're that willing to shut the door on someone like it just yeah and I'm just I'm more like I would just rather be nice to someone like it's just so much easier to just be nice and let everything be like normal and fine like why would I want to start off an interaction with any type of like negative emotions like that's just so much energy and like time out of my life you know for nothing for nothing for something that somebody told me so that's really infuriating to me. So whenever I, so you don't want to be that type of person who's like, oh, well, my best friend doesn't like you, so I don't like you. But purely like, if Sophie doesn't like you, I don't like you. Because <laughs> Sophie's the nicest person in the entire world, and she loves everyone. And sis is the strong part of me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just, you love everybody. And it's just, 
if you don't love somebody like if if sophie comes to me and she's like yeah this person um just made me feel and it's always like she's not talking shit it's always just like oh this person said this stuff about me and it just makes me feel kind of bad and i'm instantly like oh well fuck them like i hate them like screw that she's my backbone (laughs) yeah like no don't if they talk shit i'm my sweet babe angel no i don't like them because the type of person that would not like sophie based on things that they've heard or just because they're jealous like those are the only reasons that I can think that somebody wouldn't like her because once you meet her you're like damn and I don't mind like if someone's like I don't like you because this this and this happened like if they can give me a read and we, like and that's happened before where people have been like well I met you and you seemed like you know kind of stuck up or like some you know maybe I was having a bad day or something and I didn't like interact with them as they had hoped maybe it was like a quick like oh hey nice to meet you and then mm-hmm. and then we've talked most people you can be like oh I really didn't mean to like talk to me if you've got a certain opinion of me, like, just, I'm open book. Like, come chat with me. Be like, hey, you did this thing and it made me feel this way. And I'm going to be like, I'm so sorry. I made you feel, like, let's talk about it. Yeah. And I just feel like everything would be so much better if people were just honest. Yeah. Like, if you don't like me, just come to me and tell me. Like, be like, hey, this thing happened and it just really upset me. Because that's the way that you should handle all relationships. Like, Sophie yes. and I do not get along all the time. I was like, about to say that. Yeah, like, we fight. And I love Sophie so much. And we're so... And most of the time, like, 90% of the time, we are great. And we don't fight. But when we do fight, like, we we fight. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. we get it out. <laughs> and I we try to just always say, like, what we're feeling even if um, it's something that we think is, like, stupid or something, eventually we always have to, like, get it out there. Yeah. And then we work on it together. Like, even if it – and it's, usually it's a misunderstanding with me and Sophie because, like, yeah. Sophie and I, like, I'm never going to try to say anything intentional to hurt her, and she's never going to try to say anything intentional to hurt never. me. Never. But you always are going to have miscommunication with people because well, you're never going to be on the same page. Well, especially when you spend a lot of time with people. Like, yeah. That's why communication is so important. Like, I would – we may not be dating, but we have fantastic relationship communication skills. Yes, we, just we do. do. Yeah. So, like, if, you know, if she says something that hurts my feelings. Um, or, She'll tell me. She'll just be like, that really hurt my feelings. Like, yeah. sometimes it'll take a little bit. Like, maybe, like, like I'll say something. There was a time a few months back where I had said something offhand, and I didn't mean anything by it. And then a couple of hours later, maybe even the next day, Sissa texted me and was just like, that really hurt my feelings. And then explained to me why. And immediately I was just like, oh, my God, that's not what I meant. Not yeah at all and I explained and we talked about it and I apologized because I had still made her feel that way like mm-hmm. care about how people feel man and that's the thing like I when someone comes to you with their feelings like you can't be defensive about it because it's like obviously no matter how you intended that or how you feel about it that's not how the other person feels yeah and you can't decide for someone that you didn't make them feel that way yeah like if you, I would have came to you and been like you really hurt my feelings and then you would have said oh well that's not how I meant it so get over it yeah yeah then that doesn't resolve anything because I still feel that way and now I feel like you're ignoring my feelings you feel even worse because I'm like I don't know what the right condescending to you like don't what that's stupid like Like, no that's not how that's not how I meant it like yeah like I was I'm right you're wrong like that doesn't solve anything so I think in any interaction it's just so much better to just be honest and upfront and just be understanding like oh I made you feel that way this is how I intended it, but I can understand where you got that from. Yeah. And I just want to make sure you know, like, that is not how I wanted to make you feel. And I'm so sorry that I made you feel that way. Like, I apologize that yeah. I made you feel that way. Because even if you didn't intend to, you did. So. Yeah. And I just think, you know, and everything's so much simpler. Because then I said, okay, you know, like, we got the I love you. Like, I'm so sorry. I love you. I'm sorry, baby. Yeah, yeah, We got that out of the way. And then every the air was clear and everything was great. And we instantly, like, go back to being, like, it's fine. Again. And I think that's kind of the the sign of like a healthy relationship like Mm -hmm. when you have spats and you talk through them properly it's really easy to just go back as if that didn't happen because you've resolved it's a closed case you don't have residual feelings you're not still you know yeah you just got to get everything out on the table and that's for everyone yeah going back to what we were saying like yeah because that's how my husband and I fight like when we fight sometimes we we usually it's like a blow up at first like it's like a you did this and I feel like this yeah and then the other person has to be like, okay, well, that's not what I meant. And then we just kind of have to talk it through. And sometimes, you know, we, sometimes it it takes a minute, Yeah. but we always just, we do not stop until we've reached a resolution. Never go to bed angry. Yeah. And that's not even like something, and that's something I think about a lot. And like, not even just with like my husband, like if we have a fight, like, Mm -hmm. but like you, and like my parents, especially because me and my mom are like best friends. So we argue more than anyone else. We're two alike, but like, never go to bed angry 
Yeah. And it's good advice. Like, yeah, like Matt and I, like we just resolve it. And like, it used to be like one of us, like, like we, we both are very stubborn and we both like to shut down. Like we both like to just be like, you know, mm-hmm. we're just going to give you so that each other the silent treatment, but yeah. like that doesn't work. Like if you leave the room and you go to steam somewhere else, like you just have to be like, okay, no, like let's just talk about this. We've got to get it out of the way. Like we got to put everything on the table. Like you can't be afraid. And that's the thing. Like yeah. we'd be silent because we'd be afraid to say anything. Like I was like, I feel this way, but I'm just going to keep it in. You know, like yeah. I don't want to say, I don't want to fight. So I'm going to keep it in, but you should fight. Like don't Fighting keep it healthy. in. Like, yeah. It really is. Just fight. Like just fight it out. And it's so much better. Like, we used to have fights, but, like, now it's very quick. Like, it's like a, I can be like, you did this and it made me upset. He can plead his case. We'll maybe go back and forth for, like, 10, 15 minutes. And then we're just like, you know what? I'm sorry. Like, here's how we're going to, here's what we need. Like, and and usually just a simple question. Like, what do you need? Like, yeah. Like, and that's, and that's something I've also learned from just, just talk at each other, ask questions. Yeah. And that's something I've learned from customer service. Like, what, like, when people complain, First, you got to let them complain. Like, you just got to listen because a lot of the times when people are angry, like, they just want to tell you. Like, they just want someone to listen to them. Yeah. So you can't interrupt. You just got to listen. Let them say everything. Let them know that you heard them. Like, repeat back to them. Like, okay, so you're upset because of this. You know, so you they know that you heard them. Yeah. And then just say, like, okay, what do you need from me? Like, what will make you feel better about this situation? Yeah. And then they can tell you what they need. And then it, it, I think it just really... I think that really helps with conflict. It makes people feel, it just goes back to people feeling like an active, like an active participant in their own life and in the argument. You know what I mean? Because like Mm -hmm. customer service, like if they're returning something and they're just told, no, you can't, you know, just no. Mm -hmm. Like they, there's nothing they can do about that. And that makes people angry. Like there are better ways to phrase no. Yeah. So I've learned a lot just from working like I barely have people who leave mad but I mean some people you can't please some people are just gonna be mad at you yep. and that's fine you can't win them all but usually just being calm and understanding usually that's, that's the way to go just be friendly like yeah it's not that hard to be like I think we talked about this I don't know if it was privately or another podcast but like sometimes I'm having a bad day and I'll like pull up to quick trip and some stranger will just smile at me and instantly I feel better like human connection like whether you know the person like relationship wise or just being polite in general to the fellow human beings that exist around you yeah it's so nice and it's not that hard like it's not that fucking hard to smile at someone like yeah especially my job like customer service I deal with people all day who are like yeah, thanks, okay, bye, like, every day, because to to them, I'm just, like, a machine, you know, and so you start to, you know, you feel a little bit, like, uh, you know, but then you have people sometimes who genuinely, like, how are you, like, I, like, oh, I, like, there's just people who I see all the time, and who are just, like, oh, how's that thing, like, that you did, that's so great, like, they genuinely want to try to make a connection, and I just love that, like, they're so happy, like, people that are happy every time they come in, like, I just love those people, because it just makes my day so much better, and some like, it's great. And people may be having shit days themselves, but mm-hmm. they don't let it take over who they are. Yeah, so I just always try to do that, too, like, whenever yeah. I see people, like, even if I'm just, like, going to, like, McDonald's or, like, something, I just always try to be, like, thank you so much, like, how's yeah. your day, like, I just try really hard to, like, make those connections with people, because, People need it. Like, people really do. Yeah, it does help. The littlest thing helps. Yeah. And that goes back to, like, what we were talking about earlier, like, back around. But, like, just talk to people. Like, if you have a – it doesn't matter what community you're in or even if it's not a community thing, whatever. If you have a problem with someone, just talk to them. Like, Mm -hmm. the world can be solved by talking about things. Yeah. Like, I hate it. People whisper, whisper. Try to – whisper about me. Gossip. Be, like, crazy. Like, just come to me. My New Year's resolution this year was to be more like Sissa. Because, like I said, she's, like, my backbone. She's the strong one. And it's worked out really well. Like, my life, like, we're coming to the end of the year, and this is the first year I've ever stuck to a resolution. And I haven't been, like, rude to anybody. I've just been more, like, forceful about how I feel. Like, yeah. Like, people say things about me that are untrue. I go straight to the source. And I yeah. like, stop doing that. Why? And more things like you would do. And I have noticed, like, a difference in not only living in my friend group, but, like, a lot of the bullshit has stopped because people are, I think, maybe, like, they won't do it because they know I'm combative about it now. Yeah. And it's not like, about being rude at all. Being like, no. a, being a blunt and like being an, because like I'm a pretty blunt person, but being like an honest person, it's just about protecting yourself really. Like you have to be able to tell people enough is enough and you have to be able to tell people no. Yep. And you just have to be able to value yourself enough to cut toxic people out of your life. Yeah. And so sometimes it's hard and sometimes people are going to be angry or sad about it, but it's like you cannot cater to everyone. You can't make everyone happy. And so 
Sophie's grown a lot in that I way. Have. Thank you to Sissa. Yeah. It was my Sissa resolution. Yeah. Sissa. So I don't know what my one will be this year now. Yeah. What else do you do? I'm going to copy you. I'm just going <laughs> to... Don't copy me. That's, like, probably the only thing that I'm good at. But even then, like, I feel like sometimes I come off a little, like, rude. But I've, I've gotten a lot better. Like, I'm so much better because of Sophie, like, I'm a I'm Yin Yang. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm just a lot nicer now, and I just, I never want to be rude to anyone, or have problems with anyone, ever, like, I want to be everybody's friend, obviously, like, yeah. I always want, like, I don't know, anybody that approaches me, like, I always want to start the interaction off being nice, but. And I don't want to, like, delve into the subject, but I do think that, like, people in the past who've been shitty with you about you being so, like, upfront and blunt, I do think it's hard <laughs> close friend um it's a mutual friend that we are no longer friends with that was doing some really shady stuff and I was up front with them and I was like this is what is wrong like this is why um people are moving away from you like I just was trying to be like I and I try to approach it with care like I just I love you but you're doing this stuff and it's not good like it's we can't be friends if you're gonna be like this yeah and here's what you got to do and they didn't like it, and they called me the C-word, and they were never <laughs> friends with me again. And yeah. that sucks, and it sucks to lose a friendship like that, but you can't let people walk all over you, even if it's someone who's, like, your best friend. Like, if Sophie started being, like, an awful person and treating, like, people off, like, yeah. I would, yeah, if she was fucking up, I would tell her, like, hey, you're being rude in this situation. Like, you're wrong. Well, I expect that, too. Like, I, I expect that if I'm ever, like, we're in a situation, like, this weekend, we're at Kansas City Comic Con, and I'm just being an asshole and don't realize it i would be pissed if later on you or sam or somebody hadn't pulled me aside and been like sophie tone it down you know i want that like i i expect that from friendship like you tell me when i'm getting too crazy yeah and it's it's good you always want to be honest with your friends like all the time like even if it's something hard to say like you know like hey you're wrong like yeah then because maybe it's something that they didn't even realize like you came off rude but you didn't realize you're being rude but which happens everybody has that yeah everybody has that but Sometimes you just need someone to check you. Yeah. So. Check mark. We're obviously running this episode super long. Oh, hey, what's that? <laughs> so we'll go ahead and cut it off here. We'll um, have some more topics to discuss next week. Yeehaw. Yeah, yeah. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. I saw it on, it stuck in my mind because we were behind a truck for like an hour driving around Wichita. It was just like the same truck and their license plate was yeehaw. And so all day I was like, yeehaw. <laughs> All right, yeehaw! Yeehaw! <laughs> um, go ahead and listen to us on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. So go ahead and rate, subscribe, like, comment, all the good stuff. Suggest some topics or games or whatever. Yeah, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.